Welcome to the Renegade Nutrition Podcast, where we discuss all things wellness. I'm Eleni Welch, nutritionist. And I'm Kay Boyer, health enthusiast. Welcome back, Renegade. Welcome, Renegades. Welcome for a little Reset Your Health Week with Eleni and Kay. Ooh. I added myself in there that time. Yeah, That's you good. are part of it. Yes, I am. I am. <laughs> I'm just the sounding board, but yes, yes. I am here. <laughs> and this week we have for you seven tips to better your digestion. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> get the most out of the food you eat. Get the you most out great. of it. If you're going to eat it, you might as well get the nutrients out of it. Yes, you did great. So um, wait, then the opposite of what you're going to say today, I'm going to do for the food that I don't want to actually like insert into my body. Like let's say M&Ms. Don't chew it, just swallow it. <laughs> Is that enjoyable? That's like taking an, <laughs> that's like taking a sugar-coated pill, right? Like Advil would, you could just swap out Advil for M&Ms and you wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> but I'm like, but I'm not getting the sugar. Oh, it's worth it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting point. I don't yeah. advocate for that. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but yes, this was just inspired by the fact that I think in our fast-paced society, we've kind of lost touch with what food is meant to be to our bodies. Yes, I agree. It's another to-do. Yes. But you're not just in the moment enjoying this glorious means of eating and right, consuming like food. That the whole point is nourishing your body. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I think the idea is like we kind of have lost the connection between our health mm-hmm. and the foods that we eat. Uh, true. I see this true. a lot. I mean, they, obviously, yep. I'm a wellness coach. So, of course, like people are are coming to me with this problem, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. <laughs> but in reality, like it's really important for us to be conscious and thoughtful, not just about what we're eating, but about how we're eating it. Ah, uh, key. Mm-hmm. Key. And what our mindset is while we're eating. I think that's all very important. So we're going to talk about that. This feels, again, like one of those like keys to life. Yes. Like the like being mindful, be in the moment. And like my energy, energy healer always says, and my advice to you guys, don't be a human doing be a human being like be there Mm -hmm. while you're eating Mm -hmm. instead of just shoving your face to get to the next whatever basketball practice or whatever exactly yes so we'll go through seven tips to enhance your digestion since digestive problems are such an issue Mm. (laughs) these days in our society anyway so this will be uh, tips for improving digestion as well as tips for getting the most nutrients possible out of your meal. Mm-hmm. And the first tip is going to be very obvious, okay. but it's eat to nourish your body. Yeah. So the whole purpose of food mm-hmm. in and of itself is to nourish our bodies with the nutrients it needs in order to thrive, right? It's not just to make my emotions go away. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. But it's pretty rare these days that people eat with the intention of nourishing their body. Yeah, right. With that right? intention of health. Like and- most of us are just like, I'm hungry or I need to eat. I hear that a lot. Like, yeah. well, I know I need to eat. Yeah. So we just grab something really quick and mm-hmm. convenient yep. and we like eat 
while we're in between yeah. things like right like walking to our a, next meeting yes like a calorie <laughs> quota yes. yes yeah like we're literally like walking from one meeting to the next and we grab like a nutrigrain bar or something yes. shove your face yep. <laughs> yeah shove your face or you eat in the car on your way to somewhere okay mm-hmm. or out of boredom Yes. Or as a reward, uh-huh. or as a way to distract yourself from negative feelings, a- as Air Kay day. mentioned. Air day. <laughs> so, first of all, eating for any of those reasons, instead of eating to nourish your body, is going to lead to poor food choices, mm-hmm. poor eating habits, and then poor digestive function, which is a plague here in America. Yeah. Um, so the first step, obviously, to improving the health of your digestion is to improve the quality of the ingredients you're putting into your body. Mm-hmm. So the more natural your food is, the better digested it will be because our bodies are designed to digest mm-hmm. natural foods. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, the problem is that for many of us, it's hard to find time to prepare nourishing meals, which means you might need to make some adjustments to your life so that you can eat real food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this can be a hard pill to swallow But it kind of is ultimately the like, if you want to make better food, if you want to make better choices, you do have to compromise somewhere. Yes. Like you are your habits and set yourself up for the better outcome. Right. And you're you're going to have to make the time. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, But, you know, like a good quality breakfast is one that has high quality protein, high quality fats, even if it's like a smoothie with yogurt and spinach and collagen and berries. Um, or some hard-boiled eggs, which are quick. Or some, if you tolerate dairy, like raw cheese and butter on a piece of good quality bread. Like mm-hmm. some sort of good quality gluten-free bread. Um, I would say if you tolerate gluten, but so many people don't tolerate gluten. But if you make a sourdough bread or something like that, mm-hmm. whatever. Upgrade it. <laughs> yes, yes. <clears throat> If you have access to whole raw milk and you don't have an intolerance to dairy, then even a glass of milk with your meals Mm -hmm. can improve the protein and fat content and then the nutrient ratio. Um, And if you are somebody who is busy and you're eating two meals out per day, so like let's say you eat lunch out at work. Oh, okay. And then you're grabbing food to go for dinner. Honestly, the best way to kind of change that habit is to take a really simple lunch to work, stop eating lunch out, and then continue to get dinners out. Like if you really just can't swing it either okay. way. Because to me, like lunch is a lot easier to pack something simple yeah, than right. dinner is to hack that. Yeah. So um, something, again, simple like hard-boiled eggs, raw cheese, Nuts and seeds, um, homemade trail mix, veggie sticks with hummus, um, a tuna salad. Like literally these things take 30 seconds to throw together in the morning. Um, Or use like a canned salmon to make it more nutrient dense. Pack crackers. Like, (laughs) it's not that hard. Pack an apple with almond butter. Just pack simple nutrient dense things. And if you're eating... A nutrient-dense breakfast, making yourself a good quality smoothie. Again, five minutes. It's yep. it's not hard. Yeah. Um, or hard-boiled eggs or something like that. Don't don't worry if you're eating hard-boiled eggs for breakfast and for lunch. That's not a bad thing. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. as long as you tolerate eggs. Yes. Yes. Like just keep it simple, and yep. then that way you're giving your food nourishing, or you're giving your body nourishing food for breakfast and lunch. Mm-hmm. And then when you go out to dinner. 
or if you have to grab dinner to go, just make a good conscious choice. We yep. just had a whole episode on yes. like healthy eating tips for traveling. If you listen to that, we give you lots of tips for ordering healthy foods in a restaurant. Yes. So, yes. Right. I'm addressing people who like <clears throat> can't make the change all the way. Yep. But you need to start taking steps somewhere, right? I'm never yep. going to be able to be like, here's how you can continue living your lifestyle exactly as you've been living it and get better. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> you don't change, there won't be a change. Yeah, won't right. be a change, right? Okay, I'm going to throw out some tips while you're throwing out tips. Yeah. Um. So let's see. All of my busy working mama friends that try to do like healthier choices, like my friend Stacia, shout out. She does. <laughs> she comes home to HelloFresh and they have some meals that really are like 15 minute meals that, yeah. are, that are healthy. I've heard good things about that. Yep. That's a good one. My other girlfriend who's a hardworking mama who gets home late, they do crock pot meals every day. So she puts it in in the morning and it's ready at night. That does take a little morning prep. So there is that. And then my other girlfriend who she goes through like... Three nights a week, goes through Costco and grabs their rotisserie chicken friends on the way home and then just a veggie side. And then, so those are kind of like those quick, like where mama's working late, we got home late, like, you know, here's our quick meals. And then my husband food preps, another tip, my husband food preps every Sunday. He does it too. This is all on him. He does a whole plate of chicken, a whole plate of sweet potatoes and a whole thing of rice in the Instapot. And he separates, he literally, he's like a robot though. He's one of those personalities, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Which I am not, I'm like the artist brain who's like, no, I do it in the moment. He plans his whole week. He divides it out. Every lunch, he's got the same thing every day. And he, he But that's it. wonderful because how long yep. does it take him? Just a few hours, exactly. I would bet. He spends, I agree, he, he probably spends half hour prep, hour cook, and then a half hour, you know, putting it together. So an hour on a Sunday split with the cook in between, anyway, with the baking in between. But, and then the rest of the week, he just heats up his food. Yeah. And he's all set. Just So there you day. go. No yeah. excuses. No it excuses. takes like two hours, including bake time on a weekend. Yes, for to the make whole week. A whole week's worth of lunches. And yes. we talk about the importance of getting variety into your meals. Listen, if yeah. you are eating a standard American diet and you are eating a processed breakfast, a processed lunch, and a processed dinner... I do not care if you eat the same thing every of day for lunch, as long as it's real food. <laughs> yes, yes. So true. Don't true. get stuck in the details because we talk about like, oh, variety is important. So don't become so fixated on yep. that, that then yep. you just end up not yep. like frozen. Right. And you end up not prepping any lunches because you're yep. like, oh, well, I could prep five days worth of rice, yep. chicken, and sweet potatoes. Yep. But Eleni said I need variety. So now I can't do that. No, just do, just that. do that. Just then do that. And then the next week switch out the sweet potato for another veggie or whatever yeah, yeah oh and in that same hour my husband also does avocado um egg bites for breakfast Ooh. in the instapot it has these little egg holders and he mixes the scrambled eggs with avocado in each little dish okay and he makes these little bites and then so in that hour whatever he also makes his breakfast every day so the, literally in that two hour period he makes and breakfast and lunch okay Boom. there you go that's inspirational yeah it's pretty good also good even for moms who are like at home with their kids who don't have time to make food all right, day right. which is what you'd be doing otherwise that's yep. some great options yep. i bet you could make a bunch and freeze them yes too. absolutely um i love that and then other like quick things you can do is buy like sandwich meat and buy yes. like romaine lettuce and make lettuce wraps, right? Yes. Like even I used to do this yep. when I worked. I would literally 
bring like a bag of washed, like a washed head of lettuce uh-huh. to work because most workplaces have refrigerators. If yes. yours don't, they need to. Right. You can buy one there. We'll get you one for 50 I think bucks it's like an OSHA requirement. You have to give employees a, a yes. way to bring food, right? Yes. So have I would have a bag of lettuce and then I would just pick up at the store at the beginning of the week, like a bag, a thing of like organic sliced turkey, a thing of organic mm. sliced cheese. And then at work... On my break, I would just go and put a piece of cheese and a piece of turkey on a lettuce wrap, and yep. that was my lunch every day. Yum. Better than like eating McDonald's, yeah, right, yeah. And it's so fast, and I'm not doing any of that prep at home. I'm doing it at work because I have a thirty to forty-five minute lunch break or an hour yep. lunch break, depending on what your work schedule is. Yep. Right. So just have the healthy snacks there at and work. Cheaper than a fast food. Yeah. Pack yep. veggie sticks. Pack like keep nuts at your desk. Keep yep. healthy snack foods at your desk. Yep. So yeah, you have it all made. Sounds um, delicious. Yes, and then for sure for dinners out, listen to that episode like that we talked about on tips for healthy eating while you're on vacation. But you can also do something like order simple foods such as steak or grilled fish or grilled chicken. Veggie side, ask for olive oil, ask for butter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just keep it simple. Mm-hmm. If you need to eat dinners out, that's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the number two tip. Okay. So the first one, of course, is eating nourishing foods. That's yes. always going to improve your digestion. <laughs> the second one is relax. Oh. <gasps> relax while you eat. I was holding my breath there. Mm-hmm. I just realized I need to breathe uh-huh. it out a little. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, in today's busy world, few of us take the time to really enjoy the foods we're eating. It's Mm. common for us to either skip breakfast or grab something quick, again, on the road, Mm -hmm. eat lunch on the run, like maybe between meetings, you're just eating walking down the hall, or you're driving somewhere like to your next work site and you're just eating in the car, or you pop a convenient like frozen dinner in the microwave. Eating when you are under stress or in a hurry actually inhibits the production of stomach acid and the enzymes that are necessary for you to digest that food. So it's actually best if you are like in an on-the-go situation, it's better to not eat and be hungry than to eat and not digest any of your food. You know what? I should have known it was all connected. Like uh-huh. Your mind space and your digestion. Of course it's of connected. Of course it's connected. Wow. Yeah. So eating while you're driving is actually one of the worst ways to eat and digest food. Um, so it's better. It would be better just to like take five minutes, pull over, breathe, eat mm. the food, relax. And if you can't do that, honestly, just wait until you're in a place where you can eat. But optimally, you're doing the Kevin style Mm -hmm. and you have your lunches and breakfasts already prepared and you're not having to be in a hurry. You just eat them and then leave. Yep, and and plan ahead to know like, okay, I'm going to eat at this point. So you're not rushing to the next and then maybe it's boundaries with your work to be like, no, I'm not going to rush. Yeah. This is my lunch time, which I am legally granted. Right. I am going to eat. I'm going to sit here and yes. eat. Yes. And enjoy schedule it. Yep. Schedule it. So if you have a job where you get to like schedule things, like say you're a real estate agent and you schedule when you're at a home to meet somebody, schedule in time to eat. Like yes. don't schedule things back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. I schedule my nutrition clients. Do you think I'm scheduling them like all through my lunch hour? No, I intentionally leave like an hour and a half yep. in between. So I have time yep. to like prep a meal and sit down and eat it. It's yep. the worst to be like 
trying to cram food in your mouth knowing somebody's gonna like walk in your door and <laughs> yes it's stressful it's stressful and literally inhibits your digestion which yes. is very hard on your body because yes. if you have undigested food sitting in your stomach it can lead to food sensitivities which can lead to autoimmune conditions mm. all that stuff so <laughs> i was just thinking how i was like man you get an hour and that however long to eat and i was like wait when in my life did I not get that? When I was a teacher and there was always that troublemaker kid who had to come in for recess and oh. I didn't get my quiet meal. Yes. And then when you're a mom and they keep talking at you and all you want to do is eat your food. Which obviously okay. there are some seasons. seasons. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've been there, friends. We've all been Seasons there. of yeah. life where it happens, but for the most yeah. part. Do your best. <laughs> you're doing your best. Um, the third tip is to slow down and chew your food. Oh, Chewing your food thoroughly is actually what begins the digestive process. So your saliva contains an enzyme called amylase. Amylase. You need amylase to start breaking down your food okay. in order for it to be properly digested by your stomach acid and then by all of your digestive enzymes that your gallbladder and pancreas and liver and all that stuff release. If you don't break down your food with amylase first, the digestive enzymes that come later are breaking down much bigger particles and they can't do it as efficiently. So the smaller the particle of food swallowed, the better your digestion will be overall. And then there's more surface area for nutrient absorption available in the small intestine. So it actually really matters that you chew your food. Wow. Um, so it, it like if you don't chew your food and you're eating high quality foods, you're basically not getting the nutrition you want out of them. So you wow. can invest all this time and money into like making meals the right way. Yeah. But if you're not consciously chewing each bite, and relaxing while you eat it, you're still not getting the nutrients out of it. I am just learning from this how wise my grandpa was. My grandpa's <laughs> like, sit down, chew your food, mm-hmm. slow down. Like, what wisdom they had. I'm doing this to my husband all the time because he eats while standing up. Yeah. Which drives me nuts. I'm like, just yep. sit down. And relax. Take five minutes. Yeah. Like, and we we don't even have anything we have to get to. It's like he wants to get out and like go do stuff on our property at our homestead. But there's no like set appointment, right? Right, right. I'm like, take the 10 extra minutes, sit down, eat, relax. You don't have to eat it while you're walking out the door and putting your bee suit on. Just sit down. (laughs) Right. He's such a worker. He is. Yeah. So it's important to focus on completely breaking down your food before swallowing. So the magic number I've heard is roughly 30 chews per bite. So the next time you eat a meal, count. Gosh, I bet I get like eight. Oh, if I'm not, if I'm not concentrating on it, I'm so guilty of this. If I'm not concentrating on it, I'm, I probably chew each bite like five to seven times yeah okay because i am i'm like especially with like salad i'm like i'm just gonna like gently massage this with my tongue and then swallow the leaf whole (laughs) that was sufficient yeah (laughs) yeah you don't have to eat like a goat or a chicken okay you don't have to swallow things whole i watch my animals do this we Uh, are not animals uh we can chew our food Mm, and i now i'm 
my algorithm of Instagram, I'm getting all the jaws or size. Have you heard uh this? How uh we need stronger jaws by chewing more Mm -hmm. and it can restructure your face for beauty. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to chew more and think of my jaws and how gorgeous we can be. That's actually part of why our jaws are underdeveloped is because we don't stop and chew our foods and also because we don't eat the tough parts of the animal anymore like we used to. Like we used to eat tendons and all of that. So it like would work your mouth, but now we just eat soft processed foods. Right. That are already mushy for us. Yeah. Baby food. <laughs> yes. baby food. So literally 30 chews per bite. And 30. I like make a conscious decision when I'm doing this. And if I don't, I'm just as guilty as the next person. But think about it. Okay. Each bite, 30 chews. Break gonna, it down. I'm going to do that today. Mm-hmm. Okay. It also slows, slows down how fast you eat. And helps you not overeat, right? Because oh, you have time to get full. Yeah, you have time to get full. Yeah. And then those signals can like tell your brain, oh, I'm full. Whereas if you just hork it all down yes. in like yes. 35 seconds, <laughs> so your good. body doesn't even have time. Yeah. Hey there, Renegades. Eleni here, briefly interrupting this episode of the Renegade Nutrition Podcast. I wanted to highlight a company that Kay and I have recently discovered that we love. And that company is Bulletproof. Bulletproof sells high quality nutritional supplements and every product that Kay and I have tried from them personally, we have found to be excellent. It's important when you choose a supplement that it contain the bioactive forms in order for it to be effective and Bulletproof has just the right forms in just the right amounts. Right now, if you go to bulletproof.com and use the code RENEGADE15, at checkout, you can receive 15% off your order. That's Renegade, R-E-N-E-G-A-D-E-15. Use that code at checkout to get 15% off and we'll earn a small commission too. Thanks for your support. All right, back to this week's episode of the Renegade Nutrition Podcast. Um, The fourth tip is to eat your enzymes. So enzyme-rich foods are very helpful to our digestion. I don't know what this is. I've Some never things. heard of this, and I have a podcast on nutrition, Eleni. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the enzyme-rich foods are things like raw milk and raw cheese. Yeah. They have lots of enzymes in them. Raw milk has lots of enzymes. Well, mm-hmm. I I have to be honest. This is like a new territory for yes. me to think about. Mm-hmm. So if you tolerate dairy, raw, raw, <laughs> it has to be raw. raw. Pasteurized milk is heated. Heating food destroys a lot of the enzymes that are in it. So it has to be unheated, which is one reason why many people who are lactose intolerant can drink raw milk because it contains the enzymes and bacteria that your body needs to break down lactose. Whoa. So it's like a built-in lactate. Yeah. (laughs) Which is why they can have raw milk. But if it's heated, those enzymes and bacteria have been destroyed and then your body has to digest the lactose, which is why if you're lactose intolerant, you can't handle it. Wow. So enzyme foods helps. I, I've never looked this up. What's like a list of enzyme type of foods? So are you uh, getting there? This is raw I'm milk, curious. raw cheese, okay, um, tropical fruits like really? bananas, pineapple, and papaya all contain enzymes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Raw honey is also a good source of enzymes. Whoa! Um, Lacto fermented foods contain a lot of enzymes and bacteria that help you digest your food. So like sauerkraut that's fermented fermented pickles, kvass, yeah. like the beet kvass, uh, kimchi, anything you can find that's in the refrigerated section. Like if you eat some with your food every day, even if it doesn't match the yeah. thing you're eating. Okay. Fermented sauerkraut is delicious. 
Yes. Um, fermented pickles are delicious. So just incorporating those foods into a meal okay, can go pause. a long way. This ends I'm going to Google this when I get home. Mm-hmm. So now when you have like the probiotics, they live in your gut, right? Are the enzymes something that are going to mechanically work with your food and keep going out? Do, or do we have enzymes living in our gut? What's up? So your body produces digestive enzymes. So okay. an example of that is your stomach acid. That's got digestive enzymes in it. Um, bile from your gallbladder okay. has digestive enzymes in it. Okay. And so when we eat enzymes with a meal, the enzymes are used to power the like digestion reaction. Okay. So any enzyme basically like we say catalyzes a reaction, but basically what it means is it gives any any given reaction that happens okay. in your body, in the world, okay. needs a catalyst to s- speed it up, to give it energy to happen. Okay. You are our catalyst of life. Okay, yes. keep going. <laughs> okay. So digestion is a process that requires energy. So you need enzymes to help ah. be a part of that energy process. So if you don't okay. have enough enzymes, you don't have enough energy to like digest your food. So enzymes kind of just like in a broad sense, are necessary for digestion. So your body makes enzymes. Okay. But also eating enzymes with your food will ensure you have enough enzymes to break that food down. Cool. And then you just poop out what you don't need. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, your body breaks it down. This is, I learned something new that was really Mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. And I guess I know that my, like, brother-in-law takes, like, digestive enzymes Mm -hmm. to help him break down. Yes. um, You can also take, yeah, you can take products, which I'll, kind of brush on that point too um you can take specifically designed products but if you ever see like digestive enzyme products a lot of times they contain things like papain p-a-p-p-a-p-a-i-n okay. i think about that that's actually a component of papaya really in the tropical fruits that mm-hmm. contain enzymes uh-huh. well, this is fascinating yeah so okay. you can also just eat those tropical fruits obviously if you're taking a digestive enzyme it's been like concentrated yeah yeah. right but you can get what you need also from foods and especially the lacto-fermented foods have digestive enzymes or like enzymes and bacteria that help your body digest so this is fascinating and i do think about this i do recommend digestive enzymes any but as we age our natural digestive enzymes decrease like that just happens Mm -hmm. so for anybody really as we age taking digestive enzyme supplements is a good way to do it so um interesting yeah we kind of have a whole episode on that but yeah look for products that contain like betaine hydrochloric acid mm-hmm. pepsin papain um there's a whole list of things to look for but just look for a product that has all the digestive enzymes you need. So it would support what your like gallbladder produces, what your stomach produces, what your pancreas produces, because they all digest different things. So look for a wide spectrum digestive enzyme. Cool. I kind of have a list in my brain of like, oh, these foods are good for probiotics. Oh, this good foods are good for potassium or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I do not have a list yet in my brain for enzymes. So I'm going to remember what you're saying mm-hmm. here and mm-hmm. it will be my Rolodex. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, the next tip is to limit portion sizes because mm. portions are generally like we kind of live in this supersized Mm-hmm. society True. portions in general are usually too big mm. um and and a lot of the reason for that 
is because most of our meals in America are processed foods and they're so devoid of nutrients that no matter how much you eat, you we don't need. feel full right? because your more. body still needs nutrition. Your body's like, I still need those nutrients I need to keep right. going. And I have to eat 12,000 potato chips to get the nutrients <laughs> yes, that's yes. in like one raw potato, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, which is why so many people get like intense food cravings because their body is literally starving for nutrients and it's trying to get them to get the nutrition it needs oh that's that's key right there but wow. binging especially like binge eating and binge eating nutrient deficient foods puts a lot of stress in our digestive system and the rest of our body because the human stomach has a pretty limited capacity for digestion so if you overstretch it mm-hmm. it's not gonna feel great um <laughs> Plus, overeating, overfilling your stomach decreases the effectiveness of the hydrochloric acid, Mm, slows your digestion down, down, and then you have heartburn and indigestion and bowel issues and all Mm. of that fun stuff. Mm. Um, And your enzymes in your body aren't necessarily digesting the food very effectively because the particles are too big, and then you're passing large particles, so you're not getting much nutrition from them. Right. So if you're eating large meals of processed foods, they lack nutritional value and it robs the body of your vitamins and minerals and enzymes that you need. So when you eat a diet of nutrient-dense foods, you usually feel full much faster and it might seem like, oh, I didn't eat very much food and that's okay. That's okay. Because your body got the nutrition it needed. So if you follow tip number one and eat to nourish your body, Mm -hmm. you will also magically adhere to tip number five and eat smaller portion sizes because I just don't know many people who have like binged on broccoli. Right, right, (laughs) right. Ate the whole bag. (laughs) Dang it. Ate it before I even got home from the store. That's awesome. But there's a reason for that. It's because your body's like, oh, I have all the nutrients I need. And it tells you to be full. It's like, yeah, because you're actually getting nutrition from it. So there's a reason why you can eat like a thousand potato chips. Yes, yes. But you can't eat a thousand heads of broccoli. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, because one has nutrition, right? Um. Number six is don't wash your food down. Oh. So many of us in this country, this beautiful country of the United States of America, have been programmed to enjoy certain foods, especially like, you know, again, nutrient lacking ones, Mm -hmm. and then to wash them down. So like breakfast might be donut with coffee, right? So we eat the donut, we wash it down with coffee. Yeah. And then lunch might be like pizza with an iced Coca-Cola. Yeah. We eat the pizza, we wash it down with the Coke. Right, right. Yeah. Or you eat cookies and you wash it down with a tall glass of milk. Yeah. Usually the the not good kind of milk. Yes, yes. We were raised this way, yep. <laughs> right. Like, I think most people consider, like, you can't get fast food without them being like, oh, and included and in that is a 32-ounce yes. soda of your choice, Super right? Supersize me. Supersize. So the problem is that drinking all of that liquid with meals, besides the fact that you're eating crappy foods, <laughs> the other problem is that drinking all of that liquid with meals it interferes with your digestive process, um, not to mention what is interfering with your digestion because of the ingredients in the beverages you're drinking, especially if it's like soft drinks. Um, but even if you're somebody who makes conscious decisions about food, 
drinking too much water with your food Mm. also interferes with digestion um, because any liquid, too much liquid dilutes the concentration of hydrochloric acid and enzymes that you need for proper digestion, which makes sense. Like if you took a vial of acid and poured a bunch of water into it, the acid wouldn't be as strong, right? Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) Because you're adding a neutral base base into it. So to get the most out of the foods you eat, it is best to avoid drinking lots of liquids within 20 to 30 minutes of each meal. So 20 to 30 minutes before, 20 to 30 minutes after. If you take supplements with a meal like I do, I just take them with like a little sip of water. So drinking it with like 16 ounces of water to take a supplement, not a good idea. You're watering it down. Uh Uh-huh. Good golly. You know what? This is a little um, humbling moment for me. My, um, I had a friend who we like were eating our lunch and they didn't have a drink with them. And I was like, oh, let me get you a drink. And they were like, no, I don't drink with my, with my meals. And I, in my ego, in my, in my pride, I was like, that is so unhealthy. In my mind, I said that. <laughs> and look, now they're right. They're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It slows eat your digestion it, down. <laughs> I'm so humbled right now. They knew what yeah. they were talking about. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I, I think, and it kind of stems from the Ayurvedic pra- practices, but the more I learn about the thousands of years old <laughs> Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine and all of that, I'm like, yeah, they know. They know what they're doing. They yeah. know how the body works. Yep. So if you do need to like drink water to take your supplements, try to drink no more than four to six ounces. Mm. But literally, I just take a sip and then otherwise I try not to drink. Gulp them down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I even know some people who like use, like chew up food and use that to take their supplements with. Like they swallow their food with that. They do. Mm -hmm. I've tried it and that didn't work for me. That doesn't feel right. But if that works for you, Mm -hmm. do it. Um, And then number seven is of course to enhance your digestion if you need it with other aids. So if you still experience symptoms of indigestion by following tips one through six, you're mm-hmm. still having like indigestion, heartburn, that sort of thing, yeah. then try drinking one teaspoon of raw apple cider vinegar mixed with two to four, so not much, two to four ounces of water ah. with your meals. So you're not adding in a ton of water, but you're getting at least mm-hmm. a teaspoon of raw apple cider vinegar which by the way is nice a nice hack because we talked about that in our 10 i think it was like 10 steps to hack your blood sugar yes remember that drinking a little apple cider vinegar before a meal which i will say i suggested more water in that episode oh now i'm rethinking that because of how much water we're scaling it back okay um so drinking it with two to four ounces of water seems like it might be a better digestive enzyme mm-hmm. and you still get the apple cider vinegar to help balance your blood sugar mm. um use raw apple cider vinegar because that's what has enzymes in it so if you're buying filtered and pasteurized apple cider vinegar don't like that has no point <laughs> but why <laughs> another digestive aid is bone broth oh, of course the miracle course. if you can possibly fit it into your schedule then the best thing to do is to make your own bone broth um, because like half a cup of bone broth sipped with meals is going to be a really good digestive aid. And it's not like water where it decreases your stomach acid. <clears throat> oh, that's interesting. Uh-huh. Um, and then of course we have a whole episode that you need to go back and listen to where we talked about, um, this, I think it was like the shocking solution <clears throat> for heartburn and GERD. Yes. Yes. 
So we talked all about antacids in that episode. So if you are taking antacids, you are not solving the problem that is causing your heartburn. You are only masking it. So Mm. taking antacids actually decreases your stomach acid. Most heartburn is caused by not having enough stomach acid to break your food down and then eating too large of a meal. So your food kind of piles up in your stomach and then it pushes on the esophageal sphincter and then it allows stomach acid to travel into your esophagus. So the best way to do that is to not take an antacid because then your food is not like, like an antacid will neutralize the stomach acid so you don't have the pain, but you're just creating a bigger problem because now you're having less stomach acid, less stomach acid. The food is building up, pushing more and more and more. So it's just Mm -hmm. a bigger problem. Mm -hmm. So gas, bloating, indigestion, acid reflux, burning, diarrhea, and constipation are all signs that the digestive system is in need of repair. So if you're having Mm -hmm. any of those signs, it's important to follow these tips. Yes, those are clues. Don't take an acid. That's not a sign that you need an acid. It's a sign that you need more stomach acid and try some of our like digestive enzymes, the um, lacto-fermented foods, the enzyme-rich foods, the apple cider vinegar, those are all things to try. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much the end of the list there. That was a very good list that I'm uh-huh. going to. I think my takeaway is I'm just going to slow down, enjoy slow my food, down. chew it longer, and just be in the moment. Right, because I do think like we live in this fast-paced society. Yeah. Originally, <clears throat> we lived in tribal societies, and our mm-hmm. entire existence was based around eating. Sitting around the stew pot, just sharing <laughs> our meat and just telling jokes, you know? Yeah, yeah those hunter-gatherers were just sitting and telling jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Your, your husband would be the one around the stew pot. And he's like, no, guys, we got to go. We got to go get more berries. We got to go. And they're like, sit down, honey. Eat with us. We got more berries to get before winter comes. I got to build another shelter. <laughs> he would be. He would be. Yeah. So I think it's just like reframing our attitude about food, where when we sit down for a meal, we actually are thinking about, I'm doing this to nourish my body. Instead of, I'm doing this to not be hungry anymore. Yeah, I like that mindset shift. Like, And then you you watch everything you put in your mouth, and, and you're mindful. You're in there a moment. You're present, and that's where happiness comes out of. So and then because like you're, you're doing it to nourish your body, that gives you permission to like actually just enjoy the meal. Yes. And not be so stuck on, okay, I'm doing this because I have 25 minutes yeah. and I have three hours of meetings I have to get to, like schedule time yeah. for meals. I yeah. know some of us work in demanding work environments. I have a lot of thoughts about that, but you should know that that environment isn't good for your health overall. And this is one of the reasons why. Yeah. So it's a trade-off. And boundaries. And boundaries. Lunch boundaries. <laughs> Lunchtime boundaries. <laughs> you, you tell your boss to shove it and that no. you're going to eat lunch. I can't take that phone call right now. No, I'm not going to answer that email right now. Like 90% of what we do is actually like what we treat as an emergency is not actually an emergency. That's if fair. somebody has to wait 15 more minutes for you to finish your lunch before you answer their question, are they going to die? They're not going right? to die. Like they're not going to die. True. And if they're actually going to die. <laughs> Unless you like work on like 911. <laughs> oh, that's true. All the doctors here are like, uh, I don't, I doubt we have a lot of doctor <laughs> listeners, but you get, you feel me. <laughs> 
But yes, if you are a surgeon and your pager is going off, that's yeah. not the time, yeah. I guess. Throw but. the sandwich and go save the person, please. Yes. Then but come for back. the rest of us, enjoy your food. Enjoy your food. And go be renegades. Go be renegades. Thank you for listening to the Renegade Nutrition Podcast. Please keep in mind that this podcast is an educational service that provides general health information. The content on this podcast is not a substitute for direct, personal, professional medical care and diagnosis. You should always talk to your doctor before making a dietary or lifestyle change. Go be renegades! Go be renegades!